Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Because you're listening today, I want to give you a gift. It is my six-step blueprint to living alcohol-free. This is what I've used, the steps that I've taken (laughs) without AA, so that way I can live a healthy, sober life. Text the word GIFT at 1-855-649-6196. Again, that's GIFT at 1-855-649-6196. Enjoy today's show. Welcome back to the Shine Within podcast. I have a special guest. Francine Voyer is a spiritual coach, psychic, and intuitive development mentor. She is dedicated to helping individuals who want to reclaim their lives and feel empowered. Francine's mission is rooted in her personal spiritual awakening, which brought about a transformative experience that inspired her to use her knowledge to assist others. Francine firmly believes in the inherent power within each individual to create positive change. And be sure to check out her podcast called Spiritual Connections for the Soul. Thank you so much, Francine, for coming. Thank you for having me, Gina. It's great to be here. My pleasure. And for some reason, I'm having total deja vu. So I'm that's just, this this experience probably already happened in some other dimension. I'm sure it did. <laughs> that's what deja vu is to me. I'm like, oh. It already happened. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm excited to learn about you and your story because you said that you spent most of your life in addiction and then had a spiritual awakening. So I would love for you to share with us your story. Okay. Well, some of it may sound, well, the beginning is a little dark. Um, I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. Let's put it that way. Because <laughs> I ended up trying to unalive myself because I just was so frustrated and they had me on all these bipolar medicines and I I think it made me crazy. Um, (laughs) And then like when I came, they had me, they they had knocked me out for a couple days because they had the tube down my throat and I guess I was being a little combative and... (laughs) When I I came to, I'm just like, I was pissed. When I woke up, I was mad. I was like, what the fuck am I still doing here? (laughs) Not this again, you know? It was like, ugh, it was a nightmare. And Mm -hmm. I just started asking myself the big questions. Okay, well, if you're still here, there's got to be a reason because that was one hell of an effort you put into this mess. So, um, Yeah, it was like I was drinking all the time. And I've been drinking my whole adult life, among other things. Um, I think the only thing I didn't do was stick a needle in my veins. But who knows if I would have kept on going. Um, 
I just needed to know what the hell am I still doing here? Why? There's got to be a reason. And so I started looking into it. So I don't know what I mean by the chicken and the egg. I don't know. Was I in Dark Knight of the Soul at that point? Or was I just fed up? You know, I think I was in Dark Knight of the Soul because weird stuff had been happening here and there. Just little odd things that I didn't pay much attention to. And then more odd things started happening. But I just started investigating things. Because I wasn't into religion and I'm, I'm not a religious person whatsoever. Because to me that's a man-made concept. And, you know, all these religions and this one's bad. And if you don't believe in this one, you're going to hell. And then we're all going to hell apparently if that's the case. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. And... um so I was just doing a lot of research and I'm like, spiritual awakening, what is that? And it said different signs and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I think we got a winner here. <laughs> and yeah, I was having most of the signs and so I'm like, okay, so go down this rabbit hole, that rabbit hole. But I was still drinking. I mean, every day drink till I mean I was getting drunk every day and I just I hated it but I didn't know how to stop and I'd been doing it that's my life I've been doing it for so long and okay yeah well I went to um I started wanting to really go see like uh haunted things and I wanted to start seeing ghosts and which is weird, but I stayed at a haunted bed and breakfast for my birthday one year and my roommate had gone to bed. So I was out there with my little ghost meter, you know, sitting on the table and I was just drinking a beer, chilling out on, on the balcony and it was real quiet. And then all of a sudden the ghost meter went nuts and I'm like, whoa, 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 what's this? You know? <laughs> and I watched an orb form and it kind of like floated right in front. It was like right here in front of my face. And it was almost like it was looking at me and it was the most peaceful feeling I ever felt in my life. And then it just kind of went on and disappeared into the wall. And I'm like, Whoa, and, you know, try telling people that happened really. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> But I was one of those people, I always left my TV on just for the noise. And it was, I don't know, the noise trying to probably quiet some of the noise in my own head. Well, one night I went to bed, tanked as usual. And I get up in the morning and I walked over. I was like I was a zombie and just shut off my TV. And then I went, what did I do that for? Well, well, whatever, and I just went downstairs, got a beer, and took a sip, and I'm like, well, that tastes like shit. It's really bad. <laughs> and then, um, it's okay, and then it sat there and got warm, so I went down and got another one, and I'm like, well, this is awful. And that was the day I stopped drinking. I didn't have a craving. Um, I feel that I am beyond lucky this is definitely blessed to the extreme. Um, 
because I didn't have, I didn't have to fight the addiction. Wow. I, I was an alcoholic, but I no longer was an alcoholic. Like, I was that person and I've always been this way. I cannot have one. I never stopped at one. I stopped till I fell asleep or passed out, whatever. Um, that's just the way it's always been. Now I, you know, once in a while I'll have maybe a hard seltzer if I go to lunch with a friend. But other than that, nope, I don't. I don't crave it after, you know, that one. It's just I'll sip on it and that's it. So, yeah, I'm very lucky in that aspect. Um, what a difference in my life, though. Clarity. Mm -hmm. And it feels so good to just not have to be so fucked up. I don't know what I'm doing just to survive the day. Right. Um, you know, and I never was one of those people that had the shakes or anything like that. Um. And I always felt that I wasn't an alcoholic because there were certain things that I didn't deal with, you know. Right, right. But there's nobody that can drink the way I did and say you're not an alcoholic because it's just not true. Right. Because even not knowing when to stop in the daytime or not being able to stop, you know, that's an alcoholic. Um you know, I'm still very rough around the edges. That's never going to change. <laughs> um, but my life is definitely not the same. And I enjoy it. I do. And since, like, my, you know, my awakening, it's been, like, rabbit hole after rabbit hole, course after. I mean, I'm embarrassed to say I can't even tell you how many courses I've taken. I've taken the same course by different instructors just to see what's new, how they teach. And it's, it's, it's crazy that where I am now, everybody hangs out with everybody for a reason. Right. And I always felt like since I've changed, it's like, Oh, well, since I'm not down here, you know, you don't, because I'm trying to elevate myself. I'm no longer worthy of, of hanging out with you. Okay, I'm good with that. You know, I didn't give a shit what you thought before. I, I don't now either. So, um, <clears throat> but going with awakenings, though, you do lose a lot of people in your life. Absolutely. But that's okay. I mean, I wish everybody well. Um but I've got to do my thing. I've got to do what's best for me. And elevating myself is what's best for me at this point. That's right. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Now, during your spiritual awakening, uh, was this during the pandemic time or was it before? Started a little bit before. Um, the pandemic was was terrible, but I used it wisely. Because I was at the point, um, I was like, my gifts were coming back to me. And I say coming back to me because we're all born with them. We just forget them when we, our other senses start to come in. But it's like, I just, I never left the house, but I had trouble leaving the house. Because I still wasn't really good. 
and didn't know how to work with my energy like I do now. So it was like I was still picking up everybody else's crap. And there were some angry people out there. I mean, I'd be fine. I'd go to the grocery store and I'd come home like in a rage. And it's like, <laughs> what is going on? And it's like, oh, yeah, that was that person beside me in the grocery store. Yeah. Because everybody was so angry. Mm-hmm. But even though, and I still don't go out often, I mean, I'll go shopping or do what I need to do, but I don't go hang out. Um, and 99% of what I consider my friends are online because I've met them in my journey and they're, they could be anywhere. Very few are in the, even in the United States. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful. So, yes. Uh, to me, that was the blessing that came out of the pandemic. Right, right. Um, people can connect with each other. And it's, I don't know, before I think people used to look at you like, you're kind of weird talking to people, you know, you don't even know on the internet. What are you doing? And now everybody does it. So it's not frowned upon. I guess. Yeah, and even if they frown upon it, who cares? I don't care. <laughs> That's their opinion. Whatever. Care. We have to do what we're going to do anyway, because <laughs> we are divinely led. We are divinely led, and I totally agree with you. When it comes to our spiritual gifts, we are conditioned so much in this world that we forgot who we truly are. And it has to take those, and that's probably why. Like, from this is speaking for myself. That's probably why I drink because. I didn't know who I was. I was confused in this world. I feel like I didn't belong. So what did I do? I masked everything by drinking heavily. Now, I was the person with the shakes. I was the person who would throw up and then need to drink in order for me to drive. Like that was like me, like it really affected me. And what a blessing that you actually, all of a sudden, they're like divinely led somehow, <laughs> lost the taste of wanting to have any alcohol. That is like, if if everyone could have that, that would be amazing. Well, they say, um, like Archangel Raziel, he'll take you to, quote, spiritual school at night while you're sleeping. And Mm. you just subconsciously take things in. So somebody took me somewhere Mm -hmm. that that night. And I don't remember it, um, but something happened. And I know angels do not interfere with free will, but I did have the want to just stop. I didn't know how. I didn't know where to start. I knew I, I'm not an AA person, you know, and my drinking got me in so much trouble. I went to prison. Oh, yeah? Um, Yeah, I was one that was very hard-headed, so I had like three DUIs in less than five years. So even though, thank God, I've never hit or hurt anybody Mm -hmm. i've never even hit a mailbox but had i not been stopped oh for sure Mm -hmm. i probably would have killed somebody by now because i would not have stopped drinking and driving Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so it's only by the grace of god that i did not hurt anybody absolutely i remember one time um in a bad relationship I had in my past, and I was drinking heavily at that time, I would just leave and just go in my car and just drink a bunch. And I remember I was at a hotel. It was probably like in just like the Motel 6 or some other hotel parking lot, just the parking lot. I wasn't staying there or anything. And it was like past midnight. And I remember 
um, me like, okay, maybe I just go home now, you know, so I drove and then I got pulled over, but I was driving fine. <laughs> and I know I had been drinking a lot of vodka that, that evening and the cop didn't even question or didn't even do anything. He just checked my license and I don't even know why he stopped me actually. Why did he stop me? <laughs> I have no, I don't even remember. <laughs> and so, um, and then he let me go and I'm just like, oh my goodness, he could have totally, I'm sure he may have smelled some alcohol on my breath, but I was just not, I didn't go to jail, but I did go to jail uh, when the time that I was drinking heavily and started getting into this rage with my uh, boyfriend at the time. And then I was fighting him and I was like going crazy. And he even saw like my whole face change, like a shapeshifter, almost like a, into a demon. He And he has some gifts where he can see auras and things like that. He he knows that he has gifts, but he would always see me as like a demon-like. And, but I was, I mean, I was, I, I'm sure that some demonic spirit was taking over me. I've heard the me. same thing about yeah. myself, yeah. Really? Yeah. See, it's very common for people who are drinking heavily that these entities or these demons will come in and take over our body and... I don't know. Have you ever watched that movie? Um, it just came out not too long ago. Oh my goodness! Why am I forgetting the name? Uh, nef- uh, nefarious. <laughs> no, I think that came out because I like after I shut my TV off that day, I stopped watching TV. I don't oh, watch good for you. Watch TV. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> I still like movies, but not TV. I- don't don't get me wrong. I do. I. I'm- my my guilty pleasure is like videos on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, love I do those get too. a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, even so the that's... Karen one. So yeah. oh, <laughs> no, I've never seen Nefarious. Um, what's what was that about? So it's about this guy. Uh, he, he was in there. He was about to be uh killed for he's on death row he's about to be killed and i don't know some guy i don't know what their position is but they're the ones who come in and do like a psyche evaluation and determines hey if this guy's a lunatic or not but he was actually possessed by this demon called nefarious and it's just the interaction between them and then the other guy coming back into his body it was just very interesting how everything played out and i was like oh my gosh this is a true story they were talking about a lot of this stuff a lot of like how the world is with like they even brought up like child sex trafficking and all these different things i'm like holy there's a moment i'm trying to bring you know some things that nobody talks about in the world uh-huh. and and that movie actually to rent cost 20 dollars <laughs> <laughs> but oh, wow. and you cannot find it at first when they came out you cannot find it as a matter of fact i found it from tiktok tiktok actually had a video that's how i found it and they're like oh no one's i'm talking about this movie because it's talking about so much truth and this 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 that and i was like well i'm gonna find it and it took me uh, like two months for me to actually get access to it so i can then rent it for 20 dollars so i can see it so yeah, I would definitely have people watch that one or you know rent it. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not twenty dollars anymore. Well, one one other weird thing that happened to me. Um, this one scared me, but I was in my room and I was sending somebody a message on Facebook Messenger. So I went to hit send, and it just like vanished. And then in big dark bold letters, it said, "Locate your soul." And I'm like, what the fuck? So I threw my phone. I ran yeah. out of my room. I'm like, oh. But I thought I was being told, like, I didn't have a soul. You know, and this is when I was, like, st- starting to awaken and stuff 
and I think I was coming out of the dark night and things were making sense and I was like, but I do have a soul, I do. And then I'm like, okay, take a breath, get back in there. And it was gone off my phone and then I'm like, okay, I got to Google this. I got to see. And I did locate your soul and, and it said soul searching and I'm like, oh, thank God. They know I have a soul. Yeah. <laughs> I was so terrified, <laughs> but I will say one thing. Um, a lot of people who are sensitive um, and probably grew up sensitive, maybe not psychic, but may see things or know things that some people don't know. Um, a lot of us grew up addicted to something because we don't know what's going on. Like we never talked about psychic stuff in my house. It was, I grew up Catholic. It was all wrong, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the Catholic church is going to tell me what's wrong. Um, I see something wrong with that right there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was one of the reasons I left the church was because all of the charges were being leveled out at the time. And I was like, are you kidding? And they want to tell me how to live. That's not going to fly. <laughs> um, but like, I've always, I always used to make jokes. I'm like a human lie detector because people would lie to my face and I just, uh-huh. And I'll just nod and smile, but it's like my brain is screaming. You're all, you're a liar. You're a liar. And I've always known stuff like that. So it was kind of hard. And like, I didn't know what an empath was growing up, but I would just be fine one minute and the next minute I'd be raging. Well, I didn't realize a lot of that stuff that was causing me to be like that. It wasn't my, it wasn't even my own energy. And that's more common than people think it is, you know, and people don't understand what this feeling is that they may have or why do they, their mood shifts so, so often and so drastically. Well, because chances are they're carrying around other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we all end up in addiction because we don't know what else to do. So you're right. We mask everything. You know, and uh, you remind me, because when I wasn't doing, well, I was inpatient and then I was in an outpatient program. They gave me a whole bunch of medication, Prozac, Buspar, uh, Trazodone, uh, all this stuff. But no one ever asked me about like what's causing it. They're just kind of like, here. <laughs> take this, this will help everything. It didn't. I had to wean myself off that medication because that medication just is not good. They, the world does the, the world, the evil world here <laughs> doesn't want us to uh, know who we truly are and our gifts and what our capabilities are. And truly, I feel yes. that once everyone, and I just actually had a discussion with this lady as well, just before, just before you, um, once they figure, once everyone knows who they are, it'll be just so much more peaceful here on earth. Mm -hmm. Because then we have I an understanding. <laughs> we'll have an understanding of everybody because we're all one, you know, and it takes time, but I, I, I'm praying and hoping that, you know, everyone eventually will have their spiritual awakening and then understand what this world is really and be okay <laughs> with it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you're okay it's, with uh, it somehow. Yeah, God forbid I get on one of my tangents to somebody that's not spiritual and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, I mean, but eh, I'm so used to, everybody used to go, well, you're so weird. So one day I asked somebody, I said, really? Okay, I can accept that because even I know I'm weird, but what makes you think I'm so weird? And she goes, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about you. That's I'm funny. Like, yeah, there is. Uh, <laughs> I still don't know what it is, but um, I don't know. It's. I will say one of the most disheartening things that I've come to realize becoming spiritual is I have always been a human lie detector. Um, just because I don't have proof that you're lying to my face doesn't mean I don't know it exists. So... Like I've, I see fake people for who they are. I always have. Um, and that is very disheartening. When I look at somebody I consider a friend and they are blatantly lying to my face mm-hmm. and I'm just like, mm-hmm, okay. And it's like, why? Why? Because mm-hmm. I've never been able to handle fake people. I'm not right. good at it. I'm not even going to try and pretend I am. And even as working as a psychic, like I still, I, I do, I have my own business, but I do still work online. Um, and I understand why some people don't necessarily tell me the whole truth online because they don't know me. Um, sometimes it's their truth. So they don't know it's not the truth, let's say. So I get that, but I have actually done readings for friends, quote friends, and I'm just sitting there going, because <laughs> you're lying straight to my face. And it's like, do you know what I do for a living? You know, and how can I help if you're going to lie to me? Right. Right. I'm like the most non, I, I tr- well, I'm not going to say I'm never judgmental because I'm human. But We're human, yeah. I, I can't, I don't judge people for who, who they are. Um, be, do you, boo, just whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Leave me out of it and I'm good. So. <laughs> right, right. You know, but it's like, I don't, I just don't get why people have to just, to me, it, it, it's so much energy to to lie because then you got to remember what you're telling people and then trying to be fake it's like who wants to wear a mask all the time i'm lucky in the fact that i've never really given a shit what anybody thinks about me i don't care Mm -hmm. um yeah so that was one like i've had people ask me how do you do that i don't know (laughs) So one of my gifts, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's a talent. It's my gift. I perfected that. Just, but and it's hard because some people are just like so sweet and so kind, and they they really do care what other people think of them. And it's just like I just shake my head and go, eh, "It's none of your business. Don't even worry about what they think. Just." 
go on your merry way because these 3D people think a lot of things that aren't true. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, you're right. And I, I was one of those, those, by the way, I was where I cared about what everyone thought, like everyone's opinion mattered to me. Like I even like changed my image during like, <laughs> I was in elementary school. I was wearing dresses until sixth grade. Then I was like tomboy because girls hated me because I was wearing dresses. And so I, I like, I, I was just like a people pleaser, you know? Oh, they always hate the pretty girl. <laughs> but you know, I've learned to be like, you know what? I don't care. I don't care anymore. I, I, I've never been accused of being a people pleaser. Never in my life. <laughs> That's but one of like, your gifts. I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I call it a talent. Talent. I perfected that. Yeah. I perfected <laughs> it. Um. But it's. I. I don't know. I get so frustrated sometimes, and I do. It's and it is sheer frustration because I just want to shake some of these people. And go, wake up. How can you not see what is right in front of you? You know, and this has nothing to do with being a Democrat or a Republican. Because it is what it is. Um, They've all sucked at some point. But (laughs) the lesser of the two evils, I guess. But they're all the ones that want to keep us all hopped up on medication. Mm -hmm. Um, You know... And like during the pandemic, you've got Bill Gates, piece of shit, um, <laughs> telling, you know, talking to the CDC and having an opinion and, and they're broadcasting his opinion. Who are you? I don't care how much money you have. Who? Oh, that's right. You bought into Big Pharma. So you do have a say so in what happens to my body. Mm-hmm. You know, and... I do know that uh, most of the people that I talk to have not taken the vaccine. Me too. I have not. I have not. I, I live think in I'm Florida. like, I live in California. <laughs> and you didn't take it? No. Good for you. No. Not none of my husband too. I convinced him. Like, mm, no, let me, well, let me tell you what they're doing in this thing. No, <laughs> I, I'm no scientist. Right. But even, even my elementary school science taught me that if there's RNA in it, it's messing with your fucking DNA. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody was saying, oh, it's probably, they're probably chipping you or you're going to get a microchip. Well, I, and I don't know where I heard this, but I, it was just recently they were saying, oh no, there is no, there is no microchip, but they did technically chip people with the vaccine because they programmed your DNA through that RNA. And it's like, well, that makes sense. Yep. Yep. I get, I believe that. But see, I do feel that they are going to try and enact one, one world order, new world order. Is it going to happen? I kind of think it might. I do. I believe it's almost destined to happen. Um, and I believe it almost has to get worse before it can get better because like, we get negative energy inside us, right? Mm-hmm. So we all have, you have to get rid of it. Well, 
the planet Earth, Mother Earth, gets negative energy too from all of us mm-hmm. and all the all the land bales and all that. Well, that's just getting stuffed and stuffed and stuffed. Just like when they had, you know, um, the meteors and stuff that destroyed the dinosaurs or whatever it was. Maybe she was expending all that negative energy. And I believe that she has to unload all this negative energy because until she does, that they can never bring in the new earth. And that is where everybody can live and will live a peaceful, loving coexistence, not like we do right now. Yeah, we have to experience this darkness before we can see the light. And we know with it's like three musketeers, one for all, all for one. <laughs> you know, if, we, if one, if some of us are going through it, all of us are going to be going through it. So as a collective, we need to come together and find out who we are. So that way we just like, I mean, we're human, so we're going to have our ups and downs, but it's like, how can we respond to that? Is it going to be in a better way? That, instead of hitting somebody, can, maybe you can just walk away, you know, yeah, <laughs> things like that, you know? <laughs> Instead of, you know, like going all caring and trying to find things to be angry about. I mean, who wants to do that? You know, but mm-hmm. until Karen decides to see what's really happening, it's just. But like, we all did sign up to be here right now. So. Earth know. is the hardest, is the final test. <laughs> I heard <laughs> It's like, I don't know. I always just wonder, we like the joke (laughs) because all the other beings in the other galaxies and stuff, they're all like very intelligent. And then there's us (laughs) and they all seem to coexist. And then there's us, you know, and it's like, we've got to be like, you know, they're all up there laughing, going, ha ha, let's move that one over there. Look, he, he, But then you got people who think that we are the only things that God ever created. Mm -mm. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, As a matter of fact, I want to say I was a cat once. (laughs) Oh, you probably were. Because I have the demeanor of one because I'm like all finicky when I'm like, when I don't want to be touched, I don't want to be touched. (laughs) And I don't like, and I always tell my husband, I don't know why I'm like this. I want to give you love, but I'm just feel so finicky right now. <laughs> and they call me the crazy cat lady. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah, I have kitty cats too. Yeah, I love cats. Um, oh, I love them. They're just they're wonderful. But I feel like I well resonate with. I, I think there is supposed to be one race out there that I don't remember what they're called, but they are like cat people. The felines, yeah. So I mean, like these movies that are out, they're they've already happened. They're true stories. They just. I don't, you don't think these people are just making this up by themselves. This stuff has really existed, as I always say. Yeah. So that Avatar stuff and whatever, uh, yeah, <laughs> there <Hello>. are. <laughs> but I know because because of my spiritual belief, you know, I uh, didn't grow up spiritual or religious. I had my spiritual awakening um, through church, through a Christian church. But it was, like my mindset is very different. I can be spiritual. But yet I had, I'm my, I, I like, I know so much about the world and I, so I kind of, I'm happy to talk to you because I can't talk about this with anybody else because they think I'm crazy. Like, so my family members are like, huh, 
my husband sometimes like he's all laid on me and he tells me sometimes come back to me he tells me come back to me because I will just go down my rabbit holes because 2020 okay so I was already in the transition of um, my evolution I guess when I had my outer body experience which then I figured out that I was in different realities because they were all coexisting at the same time I just kept on waking up to the same thing but different different things going on and one of them was messy one had my two cats it was a dark room and they were just fighting 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 but anyway long story short is I remember uh, this was with my ex-husband um he was cooking and I was like I felt like this you know like when you're blowing bubbles you see like that film it was like a rainbow uh, it's like a different color kind of like so that film was mm-hmm. between the door and the hallway and all of a sudden I got shoved back into the bedroom like whoa, that sounded just like that and I went and saw my body laying down and I was like oh my goodness is this really happening so I was like slowly slowly and I touched my own leg but it felt like a mass like I don't know I can touch mass <laughs> so I went back inside and then I do this countdown whenever I have like sleep paralysis well I used to I don't have it anymore but when I was drinking heavily I had it all like every day I always counted down five four three two one and I would wake up and and then I was like, oh my goodness, what just happened? Like, I didn't get it back then. It was in 2012, 2013. But then as I'm starting to still drink, I was d- d- dealing with this demonic stuff that had happened. And then I finally quit alcohol for good. And then I started dealing with the like divine stuff. And, and then my life started getting better and better. But then 2020 happened. Uh, I don't know, I was actually learning with the mentor beforehand about life and how to think and how to do things. And it really helped me perceive myself and others differently. But then 2020 comes along and I'm getting these nuggets about things. And then I'm just like doing this massive research about everything. And I'm just like, I felt so sick in my stomach at the time. And I was so alone because Mm. I couldn't talk to anybody at this point. Like there was nobody. It was just me and God at that time. It's like, that's it. But I would always ask, I would like, pray, please give me your wisdom, your knowledge about this planet, about who I am, about my purpose here on the planet Earth. Why am I here? There has to be a reason because I could have died many times and I should have died many times, but I didn't. But I, and I should have not remembered anything, but I remembered everything, even from childhood, you know, trauma that I experienced then. And so... I would, I constantly pray, but, and I'm getting fed all this information is as my consciousness level is ascending. I should say mm-hmm. our DNA actually changes itself too. So, you know, you have mm-hmm. the R- RNA, you know, wants to not get us to that Christ consciousness and our, our being is supposed to escape this matrix, <laughs> this, this matrix. And it's a to- documentary by the way. It's just, <laughs> it's just this world that yeah. we live in is crazy. Yeah. Um, and they think we're the nuts ones. No. Um, <laughs> there's this one thing that I watched. It was, I need to finish watching. It was called um, Disclosure. And it was by Jason something. I forget what his name is. And it talks about like how there's people here who are like actually, they, well, they could have a job to maybe go off somebody mm-hmm. who is like in our government or something like that. You know, one of the higher ups that don't want us to be anybody, do anything, you know, because 
God forbid we all wake up and and band together and you know mm-hmm. fight against this. There's no way they would win. Right. Right. You know, and I I I don't understand their purpose because they're destroying humanity trying to get rich. Well, is it matter how much what does it matter how much money you have when if this if this planet is decimated? So it's like, <laughs> where are you gonna go shopping? <laughs> what would be the purpose? You know, but they're just so far gone into he just kinda like nods and smiles at me, but he doesn't believe shit I say. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. They just now it's not, or they'll get angry and defensive, or they'll just ignore you and you'll never hear the back from them again. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But are these things going on here? Like um, all these children missing and stuff like that? Of course it is. Yes. And what gets me is there is so much shit that is happening that they're not even hiding it. But I don't understand why nobody talks about it. Right. You know, back in the day, oh, everybody wants to know about the UFOs. Well, now they're admitting them and nobody cares. Right. (laughs) I want to know why. I already know they're here. Um, And people think I'm nuts for thinking that too. But of course they're here. Because if they're not here helping us, we are going to blow up Earth and us along with it. But it's it's more than just us wiping ourselves out. Because if the Earth doesn't exist, it affects every galaxy, every universe, everything out there. So what we do here affects them as well. Right. And just to touch on that. Um, so... I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> so much of like, I want to say like, Ugh. yes, uh, you heard of the Galactic Federation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we are being watched by different galaxies and, you know, beings and stuff because they're here to see our ascension. Cause like you said, once our ascension, once we have that consciousness, then it helps them as a, as a galaxy and planet or whatever. But we were so controlled by the Draconians. <laughs> and I know people are going to think I'm crazy too, but do your research. You don't have to believe whatever I'm saying. If you're interested in it, look for it yourself. But, you know, I'm just going to speak whatever I'm going to speak because it is my podcast. <laughs> and there you so, go. <laughs> and from the, the CSR empire anyway, so we're colonized here. And these upper government officials okay they're not even human so most of them they're shapeshifters and they are uh not human so and what they do and why the children are missing is because they feed off this thing called adrenochrome and it is in the uh pineal gland which is of course the third eye which of course is yep the, the most uh purest or like the most i don't know the best i guess when at a young age um, even in, in, you know, when there's the system, let's say, um, child protective services, a lot of those children get missing. A lot of, like you said, Catholic church orphanages, they get missing. 
uh, it's all a system. The pyramid itself is, it goes the Jesuits, and then it goes like the queen, which by the way, is a family of not really human beings. Uh, they are not, <laughs> they were not human. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> you know. Um... It does not surprise me at all. So this goes all the way there. Yeah. And then it, then it goes to then the government and the, the bank system, which is monopoly money <laughs> to then like, then they have everyone's a puppet for working for the top of the pyramid, the pyramid, then it's, it just goes beyond. There's just more I can share too. But anyway, we as humans, guess what? We're in the lowest. So about talking about pyramid scheme, we are <laughs> <laughs> the, right? the scammed ones here because we don't know who we are once we discover who we are it's game over game over all that crumbles down the system goes down matrix goes down everything there's not there's going to be more of a quantum financial system there's going to be uh it's just going to be completely shifted completely different and I'm just blessed to be actually experiencing this now because back in the 80s when I grew up, I didn't know any of this stuff, of course, because it was all hidden from us. Everything is hidden from us. So best thing to do is unplug your TV and do your research. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I was watching um, a video one day and they were talking about the music industry, go figure, mm -hmm. and how... You people just keep listening to that music and paying them money because they got, let's see, I would say, what, 95% of the music industry is? Satan worshippers? Either... Yeah, yeah. Um, or not human. There are a few that aren't human, and the rest of them just are Satan worshippers. Um but they were talking about like how some of them are just a bunch of child molesters and stuff like this. And then mm -hmm. they were showing this Justin Bieber thing and it was like one of his videos and they slowed it down and it was like all graffiti saying, and the words that were like there were saying like, help me and just different things along that line. And it was like, what's her name? Who's remember what her name is Beyonce the one that's <laughs> no no the one that always wants to argue on Twitter she's like a nobody um hmm. I think she used to be on wild and out she used to be a model um she's married to a singer John John oh. Legend's wife oh Christy Christy something the dark she's Chrissy something <laughs> Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy yeah. Teigen. <laughs> yeah. And they showed a clip with her. She got on stage with Justin Bieber and she was like pawing at him. It was disgusting. And he's trying to pull away and she's got him by the neck. And I'm like, are we all that fucking blind? We cannot see what is right in front of us. Right. You know? So I was watching, they were showing the Island Boys. Now, you know who they are, right? The Island Boys? No, I don't actually. Island Boy. All I can think of is uh, uh, Beach Boys <laughs> when it comes to my head. Oh, no. These are nothing like the Beach Boys. Oh, okay. No, um, I never heard the Island Boys. These two dudes are a freaking straight up trip. But they they were showing a photo of them when they were younger. And the guy goes, tell me that is not those boys standing there with Jeffrey Epstein. And I was like. 
I look so an awful lot like them. Um, oh, yeah. Which would explain a lot about how they are, why they are the way they are today, you know? And it's like, yeah, they all do that adrenochrome, all the ones in the music industry. Mm-hmm. That's not all plastic surgery because they don't age. Right. Like, I think I have a picture of a... Uh... Oh no, I'm forgetting his name, O'Farrell. <laughs> and it was like from like the eight, like 1500s until present. And it still looks the same. It was like a timeline photo of, and I'm just like, back then I was like, oh, he's just so young looking. It was good genes. Well, no, there's movies about this too. What is this called? Death Becomes Her with, um, <clears throat> what is her name? Uh, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep. That yep. little thing that doesn't age, that's a symbolism that you have to check for these symbols and these signs. Once you are awakened about what this world truly is and who we've been worshiping, our idols when when we were young and who they truly are and who they're working for. And they're just puppets as well to distract us from really discovering who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be blown away. People are going to be blown away and... Yes, it's going to be, you're going to feel ugly at first, you're going to feel sick to your stomach, but it's part of the process. And once you become over that, and then you're just learning about things, you will see signs about everything from the target to, (laughs) I mean, I can go on and on and on about everything. Yeah, I mean, how do they, like, to wrap up some of it, like, the plan was to get the kids away from their mothers, right? Because then they can indoctrinate the kids. Right. Walk in feminism. Ah, let's go to work. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. Now you got a bunch of working mothers. See, Mm -hmm. and I'm Gen X. So I think I kind of like Gen X is one of like the smartest generations because of, I think we fell through the cracks of the government crap because it was before the kids were taken away from their mothers, you know, um, we still kind of had our mothers at home and we just, we were always outside playing. We, there was not as much of this stuff going on. So, but then they started to indoctrinate the kids because now all the parents are at work. So now you've got all these freaking psychopath teachers, <laughs> you know, who are teaching these kids. I mean, I cannot, I look back at my my school stuff and I'm like, I can't even imagine what would have happened if we discussed our sexual preferences or anything about our sexual life history, whatever, with a teacher. Right. Since when is that a subject that that should come up? I mean... (laughs) That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. And these teachers are blatantly saying, we don't care what you say. We're teaching your kids what we want to anyway. And I have seen firsthand what it's doing to these kids' minds. Right. They don't know if they're boys. They don't know if they're girls. Some are cats now too. (laughs) And then the schools are putting litter in the bathrooms for them. It was so interesting. I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) Like, Like, and that one girl, the the swimmer, the one that's the only one that's standing up against this, putting the males in the, you know, I don't know why she's the only one on the team saying anything, but yeah, I have a problem changing out in front of a dude. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's these people are threatening to eradicate anybody that complains that they're using the bathroom. Um, and nobody sees anything wrong with this. I know that's how much brainwashed we were, or like I was too. I was brainwashed, but I, I mean, I grew up, I'm like cusp of a millennial and then Gen X. I'm like right in the cusp there. <laughs> so, and, but I remember in the eighties, you know, we were drinking from the hose. We were playing outside for the July with the little sparklers and we had like these block parties. It was so much fun and we can't do that anymore. So I educate my children. (laughs) I educate my children and I just tell them, hey, what are they teaching you? (laughs) That's cool. So far, it's been okay. Um, But I'm not there, of course. But I I always tell them the truth (laughs) of everything. I said, by by the way, you should know this. Um, so I have to read. It's not, them. it's not right. If boys are in the girl's bathroom, yeah, just don't do that. Um, you know, and I'm not saying yes, there's gay people and there's transgenders and I get that, you know, and there are, but there's some right now who just don't have a clue. They just are so confused mm-hmm. and it's because they're being all indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, like, President Trump, right? Yeah. He fits in here somewhere. I, I haven't figured that one out yet. Oh, I can, is... I can tell you. <laughs> I, can tell, I can tell you. Uh, we, but... already know where, we already know where where Joe fits in, the little child sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of videos out there about that, too. <laughs> I know. Nobody... How does nobody say anything? I know. I and say, he just come out with a new one. There's a I new ha- one now. I have all yeah. the videos myself that I've dug. Like when I dug, I dug. <laughs> and I really dug into learning everything. And yeah, it's unfortunate. Majority of them are. And it's like, ah, it's pretty crazy. It's crazy, crazy. So where does Trump fit in? Oh, okay. So, so by the way, Apparently, there's time traveling also. Well, you know, there's time traveling. Yep. And his role was to expose the media, the lies, and everything. He's playing a role. (laughs) But on the other side, the whole thing goes back from the 1960-whatever, when JFK was alive, you know. uh, And then he wanted to expose the government for who they are about the whole pyramid thing that I was talking about and how we're trying to be controlled. And then he was assassinated. <laughs> quote like that. It was a, I won't go into too much. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to, you know, apparently it was a clone and they had to live elsewhere to, for protection. But there is this plan that was supposed to take place where everything was going to be exposed. Humans were going to start becoming more aware and awakened of what this world is and then just the evilness you know just or the matrix crumbles down and so that's the role that i that i heard um and that i feel and that i've studied uh that's what what his part is and to expose like the sex trafficking in these pedophiles in the government as well as in hollywood in the music industry in the catholic churches i knew he was on our side you know, and so, um, but everyone, why is he hated so much on the world is because he was. <laughs> they're, they're scared of him. They're scared of what he's going to do. So they will put out on 
you know, TV, on the news, everything blasted him. And that's why he, they were trying to condition us then to hate him. For me, back then, even though I was drunk, you know, this was in 2015, I actually voted for him. I wasn't even a political person. <laughs> but for some reason, I'm like, oh, let me just vote finally, you know, for the first time ever. I don't and I and I did be I don't know for some reason and I just felt like there is a change like I had the day that the COVID happened you know I did lose family members to COVID unfortunately but I actually had a smile on my face but and I always wondered why did I have a smile on my face when my husband's telling me oh they're closing down his work because they're shutting everything down like everything's being shut down why did I have a smile on my face it's because it was part of our awakening as a mass collective of the human species here human extraterrestrial species here humanoid extraterrestrial species here that we start knowing who we are as a spirit as spiritual being these are our avatar bodies you know we will dress exactly how our spirit probably is like you know we want to wear certain things because our spirit is aligned to that Uh, but these bodies are not ours we're just borrowing them (laughs) we're just borrowing we are yeah, we're not we're not human we're not humans having a spiritual existence we're spiritual beings having a human existence exactly yeah. that's definitely for sure um yeah i knew trump was out there to expose everybody um even like britney spears she knows something <laughs> because they shut her they shut her right up and it's a lot of mk ultra <clears throat> um I believe Tupac knows something. Oh, yeah. All the ones that supposedly died are the ones who either mm-hmm. are still alive, of course, because they had to cover their, their, otherwise they are really in danger of dying because they want them dead because they're going to expose truth. Like, like uh, all the child, uh, the child sex trafficking, if that was going to be exposed, like Anthony Bourdain, for example, that was one of them. Even um, Robin Williams is another one. Um there's so many that I can go on. Even Kobe Bryant, same thing. Michael Jackson, he's supposed to expose the, he's supposed to expose the the celebrities or uh, the the music industry. I mean, it, I mean, it goes even deeper than that. But I'm just saying what I've learned. And, what and now, now they they've vaccinated everybody. Now they are just dying. Yeah, and people yeah. don't don't see what. Don't you realize the rate of increase in deaths of like younger people that should not be dying or having heart attacks? And right. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, because it was all done to thin out the population. It was done to get rid of uh, human beings because we are the closest to the divine, like our ge- genetics, but that's why they wanted to change us is because we have um, the God gene in us, that consciousness that I was talking about, uh, where it's just a whole different another level let's just say well like they put fluoride in our water oh yeah fluoride is poison mm-hmm. for our teeth fluoride does nothing for our teeth right if it does we'd be brushing and not getting cavities right but we brush and we still get cavities mm-hmm. and it's in our water here mm-hmm. come on they put fluoride in our water because it is the greatest calcifier of the pineal gland. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And the pine pineal glands, like the pine cone. That's where they've got Pinocchio from, too, the Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> My husband was laughing at me today. He's like, you can just say any word and you will have, like, the root word to everything. <laughs> I said, hey. I pray for wisdom and I want to know everything. So if that is what's happening, then, you know, 
whatever. That's that's a blessing because I've been asking for oh, yeah. it. And I was I, seeking it. So that's why. <laughs> I love my little rabbit holes and I'll just go. I mean, I could go for days, mm-hmm. no sleep and just keep searching and searching. And it's like, I actually had somebody whose husband was a Mason. She's like, oh, yeah, you can come over here and we'll do it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm going to stay home. We can talk on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, my mom lives next to one of the Mason. Um, this is a big like lounge or like lobby or whatever. It's like looks like a freaking mansion. <laughs> it looks beautiful on the outside, but I never knew what it was. And then you see those. Um, you know, at the Washington Monument, they have those. The the well, it's the Washington Monument, but it's called the. Obelisk, obelisk. I oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, obelisk. Or obelisk. Yeah, I, for, I yep. forget. Yeah, and I'm like, do people really know what that is symbolizes? What that is? Anyway, I can go on and on, yeah. <laughs> but we are just about out of time now. But I wanted to say thank you so much for having this fun conversation because, like, I like I told you, there's not too many people I can talk to about these things. Oh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Because, uh, and you know, and I've experienced it a lot in my life and I know why, and I'm very grateful for everything, every experience. I'm grateful for this experience that I'm talking to you right now. And I'm just, I'm very grateful. So thank you. And is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience at all? Um, yeah, check out my podcast, Spiritual Connections for the Soul. But also if you're on Facebook, I have a group by the same name. Um, go ahead and join up it's a private group but it's not i don't advertise things like that i believe in um organic connections because those are the true ones so if you find me you're meant to find me that's awesome well thank you so much francine thank you gina i want to give a shout out to feedspot they recognized my show as being on the 50 best women's sobriety podcasts I'm super excited about that, and I couldn't have done it without you. I also want to introduce my new mini course. It is called Overcoming Challenges. So if you're having difficulty in everyday life with things happening that are unexpected, or you're like, how do I handle this? I have the tool. (laughs) I will leave those links in the show notes. And if you are wanting to be part of my newsletter, make sure you text the word SHINE, that's S-H-I-N-E at 1-855-649-6196. Again, that's 1-855-649-6196. Please make sure you leave a five-star review if this podcast is for you. Love you.